People that don't multiply have everything taken away. And then when everything's taken away, then they have to just think of themselves. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking about going to Africa and helping the people in Africa. They right. don't have abundance. They have wow. to they have to think of themselves. Mm. You know, you got to you got to take care of yourself first. And if you'll start multiplying, then you have abundance. Now you can start helping other people. Welcome to the virtual bridge that always delivers a meaningful message that adds value to people. A bridge that is connected to the true vine and that always leads and points to Jesus Christ. I am your host, Miguel, and it's always a pleasure to be able to serve you wherever you may be. And it's wonderful that we get to connect by means of this podcast ministry to remind you that the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news because God loves you. He is for you. Keep God first place. Man, I am so excited, guys, for today's episode and to have the opportunity to host our guest today because I know that he is going to add so much value to all the listeners. Daryl Graham is a powerful man filled with the wisdom of God. He is a husband and father to nine children. Daryl Graham is a speaker, coach, and author of Made to Multiply, Understanding the Wisdom of the Rich and the Poor. Daryl Graham is also a Christian multimillionaire in real estate, and that is why I am super excited and honored to serve the Lord alongside Mr. Graham on this podcast ministry because I know that his wisdom is going to add so much value to the body of Christ. Welcome, Mr. Graham. Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Uh, this, this is my first time doing this, so uh, I'm, I'm a little nervous, not sure exactly how I'm supposed to do this, but I'm excited about doing it. And I uh, uh, want to help your listeners in any way I can. I, I have a message I believe that God's given me, and I, it's uh, something that I want to share with people. Amen. And, and I know that's why, that, that is why I'm excited, to be honest with you, that I, I know you really don't um, go on many podcasts or anything like that. And, and I do see your interest online to, to share more. And just with your, with your book alone, you know, I know that you have the heart of helping others. So that is why, you know, I, I believe that, you know, is God ordained? I met you at the right time, at the right place at the right time, and now we're here sharing, and it's all for the glory of God, and, and it's to edify and build the body of Christ. So we want to go ahead and, and honor the Lord right now with a prayer, and then we'll go into, into sharing what the Holy Spirit has for all the listeners. So dear Heavenly Father, we come to your throne right now, Father God, with a heart full of thanksgiving, Father God. We thank you for this day, Father God. For having the opportunity to come together and, and share your wisdom, Father God. I ask your Holy Spirit to pour out understanding, wisdom, and knowledge, Father God. Father God, your word says, Father God, that you are pleased when we give you a return, Father God. And you, you call us, you know, faithful. Um, your word says, a good and faithful servants when we give you a return, Father God. So we choose, Father God, to put ourselves out there to share what you have entrusted us with, Father God, so that it may multiply, Father God. So we give you all the honor. We give you all the glory, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Daryl, again, thanks for being here. Thanks for saying yes. And I know you're, you're big on multiplication, and that's why I'm excited. And I would love to start with, um, with a quote of yours from your book. Um, and, and we'll talk more about his book, guys. His book is still not published, but we are, we are believing that, that he's going to do this soon, very soon. Yeah. And I know it's going to, to add so much value for you guys. And to be honest, this is powerful that it's not published, published yet because you have an opportunity to publish it and ask people to pre-order and maybe hit the New York Times bestselling author. Come on, bro. Yes, yes. So that, that's what it's all about when people um, order pre-orders. Yes. You know, so we'll get back into that. But in your book, you wrote, eight out of 10 families in America live paycheck to paycheck. Every week, it gets taken away. Few live in abundance. Very few even consider multiplying. Many would think of the idea of doubling as impossible. Some might even think it's sinful or wrong to have abundance. If you think it's bad to have abundance, you will subconsciously reject any abundance that comes your way. What we experience on the outside will gravitate to the truth that we accept on the inside. Our inner man dictates what we allow on the outside. And I love that because it reminds me 
of your subtitle, what you wrote in your book. And the subtitle is Understanding the Wisdom of the Rich and the Poor. And the subtitle points to Proverbs 23.7. For as he thinks within himself, so he is. So can you share a little bit about that, Daryl? Sure, sure. You know, uh, what a person has in life is a large result of the way the person thinks. Mm -hmm. You know, and we're we're raised in a certain society. Mm -hmm. We're raised by parents and we're raised in a certain way and we have certain thinking. Right. And our thinking either restricts us from having abundance or it causes us to have abundance. Mm -hmm. And so one thing that, you know, as I, I've been saved for 40 years now. And uh, through all this time, I've, I've seen different things in Scripture. And there's different Scriptures that, that will make you think more abundantly. And then there's other Scriptures that make you more poor. Mm. There's, there's in, you know, in, uh, in Job, it says, all sound wisdom has two sides. And there's two sides to wisdom. And there's, I believe there's a poor side and there's a rich side. And they're both wisdom. And if you look at Jesus' life, Jesus taught both sides of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And he was actually rejected by both sides. Mm. Because the, the, one, the people that have the wisdom of the rich tend to despise the wisdom of the poor. Wow. People that have the wisdom of the poor tend to despise the wisdom of the rich. <laughs> yeah. See, Jesus was both. Jesus is the poor beggar. And Jesus is the king of kings. Yeah. So he's the rich guy and he's the poor guy. Mm. So he's the alpha and the omega. Amen. He's the beginning and the end. He's on both ends of the, of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Okay. And to find Jesus, you need to look at the ends. Mm, that's good. You know, if you want to find Jesus, go listen to the poor beggar. If you want to find Jesus, listen to the king. Mm-hmm. Listen to the ruler. Yeah. So people that listen to the ruler tend to despise the beggar. Mm-hmm. People that listen to the beggar <laughs> tend to despise the ruler. That's so true. Right? Yeah. And so Jesus said in uh, Matthew eleven six, he says, Blessed is a man who is not offended in me. And it's so easy to be offended in the other side. So. I, um, to, to, uh, to explain this, you know, you, 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 uh, quoted that one section. I'm talking about doubling in that section. Mm-hmm. And in that section, I, I just got done. I believe I just got done talking about the parable of the, of the, that's the right. That's right. Yes. Okay. Well, first of all, you know, the, the book's called made, you're made to multiply. Yes. Okay. The very first thing God tells mankind after he created man and woman, the very first command he gives them is to multiply. By two. Yeah, well, it doesn't say by oh, two. Right. Not right to, there. To, right, okay. But, see, two is the smallest number to multiply by. Mm, yes, that's Okay. Good. And the, uh, in the Bible, there's all different multipliers. There's a guy that multiplied by five. There's a guy multiplied by ten. Mm-hmm. There's a, in the parable of the pounds or the minas, mm-hmm. the guy multiplied by five or ten. Uh, there's another place that God says that in the parable of the, of the seed, the sower goes out and sows the seed and says, some will bring forth 30 fold, some 60 fold, some a hundred fold. Those are all multipliers. They're all multipliers. Mm-hmm. One's 30, 60, a hundred. And, uh, in the rich young ruler, right after that, he, he talks about multiplying by a hundred, you know, and there's another place that talks about multiplying by a thousand. Wow. But the smallest is two, mm-hmm. the smallest whole number. Right. So if in the parable of the talents, in the parable of the talents, the guy with the father, I don't know if the listeners know the parable very well. I, well, I, I'm assuming I could, that most of the people are Christians that we're talking to. Well, or, that's that. Yes, that's true. But we also want to assume that that non-believers are listening. We want to bring them to Christ, too. OK, that's the whole point of it. But I'll tell you what, I could share what you wrote on regards of the parable of the tenant on your book. And then maybe you could sure. you know, pick up on that. So you wrote, Jesus uses a parable of the talents to show us a picture of what the kingdom of God is like. The talent was a measure of money. One talent equaled 6,000 drachma. One drachma was 
what the common person would get paid for one day of service. To calculate this in today's economy, if we use $200 for a day of service and multiply it by 6,000 days, you get $1,000 to $1.2 million in today's society. So one talent would have been equivalent to $1.2 million. The first guy was giving five talents, five talents, which equals to six million. So he multiplied it by two and got 12 million back. The second guy was given two talents, which equaled to about 2.4 million. He multiplied it by two and had $4.8 million back. The third guy was giving one talent, which was 1.2 million, and he multiplied it. He didn't multiply it and just kept it at 1.2. Each person was giving a measure of money according to his ability. The greater his ability, the more he was given. All the money we get in life comes from the master. The master is the one who determines how much you get. In life, everyone is given some abilities. We are also given, being able to develop our abilities. The more you develop your abilities, the more the money will, will come to you or the master will entrust you with. The more you develop your abilities, the more value you will bring to society and the more money will come to you. And I think that's true because I, I, I believe that trustworthiness is the currency of the kingdom of God. So there we go right there, the, uh, the 1.2 million that, that defines each talent. So now, now that we explained that part, go yeah. ahead and share what you want okay, to share. So, so it's, it's interesting that the one that multiplied that with the five talents, he doubled it. Mm-hmm. That's a multiplier of two. Yes. Two is the smallest number to multiply by. Okay. And right after that parable, it says that he who has more shall be given mm-hmm. and he shall have abundance. He who has not, it shall be taken away, mm-hmm. even that which he already has. Wow. Yeah. And most people live on the everything is taken away side. Mm. You know, you, you read the thing where it said uh, eight out of 10 people live paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Eight out of 10 families. And that's everything getting taken away. Mm-hmm. They, they earn money, and then it gets taken away. Mm-hmm. They earn money, it gets taken away. They live paycheck to paycheck, and they're, they're not multiplying. Mm-hmm. Everywhere in the Bible that I know of, I'm not a, a Bible scholar. I'm just a, your everyday Christian, just trying to live my life for the Lord. Amen. You know, I read my Bible, I, I study the Bible, but I'm not a Bible scholar. But mm-hmm. everywhere that I know of in my 40 years of being a Christian, reading my Bible, Whenever I see multiplication, there's abundance that follows. Mm-hmm. And right after this parable, it says, he who has more shall be given, and he who has abundance. He who has what? He who has, it's multiplying. Mm-hmm. Okay? The person that multiplied in the parable had abundance. Yeah. And, and that's what happens in life. Abundance comes when we multiply. You know, the, the very first thing you know, n- number one, the very first thing God says to man is to multiply. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus comes on the scene. And before he really had any interaction with Peter, Peter's out in the boat fishing. You know, fishing was his livelihood. That was his income. He wasn't catching anything. What's the first thing Jesus did? Well, he asked him, can I get in your boat? Well, the, well, well he said, go cast your net out, out in the deep. Mm-hmm. Now, you're, you're right on that, too. Yeah. And I don't know good enough to know exactly where exactly how it happened, but uh, Jesus told told him, "Go cast your net out in the deep." Mm-hmm. And he caught so many fish, his ne- his nets couldn't even hold it. Right. Jesus multiplied his income. Mm-hmm. Fish was Peter's income. Yeah. Jesus multiplied Peter's income, mm-hmm. and that was the first thing Jesus did when he came up to his disciples. Yeah. Then after after they followed Jesus for the three years, and then Jesus died on the cross, and after he died and was buried, the disciples went back to fishing. Mm. Again, they weren't catching anything. Then Jesus shows up on the shore, and Jesus says, cast your net on the right. And they did that, and their income just got multiplied again. Mm-hmm. And there were so many fish that now their boats were sinking. Right, they, now, had, they had to bring him in another boat. Yeah, they had to bring another thing. boat. Yeah. They had to drag it ashore, and they have all this fish. There's abundance. Abundance. Abundance right. follows multiplication. Right. You know, you have the, the you have the story of Jesus had all these people following him, and and Jesus tells his disciples, "Why don't you feed them?" 
Mm-hmm. And the disciples are saying, send them away. We can't feed them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like this is the mentality of us human beings. <laughs> we yeah. can't do it. Yeah. You know, we don't know how to multiply, you know, but we try to do it on our own strength and we can't. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we, or we try to figure it out and they couldn't figure out how to feed these 5,000 people. But Jesus says, what do you got? Mm, wow. Okay. Almost like, what are we doing? What do you have now? Yeah. So it's like, what do you got? They had, they have a little kid over here with two fish and five loaves mm-hmm. and Jesus multiplied it. Yeah. Jesus was showing his disciples. If you learn how to multiply, you will have abundance. Yeah. They fed all the 5,000 people. That was 5,000 men plus their wives, their children. There was thousands and thousands of people there. He fed them all with this little thing that, that uh, this little, uh, little boy had. Mm-hmm. And they collected all the fragments, all the stuff left over. There was 13, uh, 12. 12 baskets yeah. left over. Mm-hmm. There's abundance follows multiplication. Yeah. So if a person wants abundance in their life, they need to learn how to multiply. That's true. You know, so can, can I share this? Yeah. I, I was just going to go there. Yes. And ask yeah. about that. I got a recipe here. I, I actually, I share three recipes. I got yeah. three recipes. Can I get one of these to uh, share the camera? Yeah, sure. So Daryl always carries this, these with him everywhere he goes. And it says recipe for $1 million. Go ahead, Daryl. Yeah. Now, if you follow this recipe, I tell people, and I guarantee you, if you follow this recipe, you will have a million dollars. And it's really very simple. And it's based on multiplication. And it's based on multiplication of two. Okay, the smallest number to multiply by is two. Mm-hmm. So what I tell people, I say, say, this is how the recipe goes. You take this dollar and you pray over it and say, God, show me how to double this dollar to two. Mm-hmm. And then I ask people, do you think you can do that? And they say, yes, of course. And I say, how long do you think it'll take you? And you, sometimes they'll say a minute, sometimes a, a day. I'll, I'll have it in, in, in a day. I said, what? okay, let's give you a week. So let's say after a week, you doubled that to $2. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then after a week, you take the $2 and you pray over the $2 and say, God, show me how to double this to four. Mm-hmm. You know, you're talking multiplication. You know, we're learning how to multiply. Yeah. Amen. So after two weeks, you got $4. Mm-hmm. Then you say, after two weeks, you say, God, show me how to turn it into four. Oh, wait, four, eight. Eight. Okay. Then after three weeks, you have eight. After four weeks, you have 16. So if you can do this once a week, it only takes 20 times and you'll have a million. Wow. Yeah. But and the, if you can do it in one week, in 20 weeks, you'll have a million dollars. Mm-hmm. But, it, but let's, let's kind of unpackage this real quick because I'm, I'm pretty sure even the listeners right now, they can say, well, I know how to figure out maybe doubling up to like, I don't know, 32 bucks or, but how do we, how do we find the doubles when we're getting closer to the million? I think yeah. that's. That's when okay. you started saying, well, you got to trust God in that process, that's right? Because right. right. the, first, the first steps we figure out with our own strength. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so that's right. go ahead, Daryl. Yeah, so it's like, this is what I believe. Number one, you have to believe. Amen. Okay, yes. you have to believe, and then you have to take action. Yeah, wow, Okay, so uh, uh, let's say you get to 500,000. Mm-hmm. It, it's... It, might not be so easy to get from 500 to a million in one week. You know, it might take you some more time. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Jesus can do it any time. Yeah. You know, the Bible says it's, God is the one that gives us power to get wealth. Amen. And we got to trust God to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I end up getting to a million. And then I end up going to two million. I remember when I was at $2 million, I went to a financial advisor. You know, you get these things in the mail. And they, 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 they feed you a dinner, and then they try to get you to invest with them, mm-hmm. right? So I went to one of these, these dinners, and then the guy sits down and has a meeting with you. And I says, I want to double this to $4 million. And he says, I was in my 50s, right? And he goes, you're too old. And I said, no, I believe God wants me to double it. And I had my, my uh, I had it in real estate. Mm-hmm. And what he wanted me to do is sell my real estate, put it in his investments. He would guarantee me 5%. And that would be 100000 a year. 
and I could live on a hundred thousand a year and I would always have my two million. Mm. Okay, but I said that the the millions two million staying the same. Right. I said, I want to double it. And he says, I can't help you. This is a financial advisor that mm-hmm. he advises people. So it's like, I believe God will God will enable me to do it if I believe. Yeah. So the the thing is you have to believe. Mm-hmm. So and then uh then I, I got another uh invitation from the same guy to come talk to me again. I mean for me to come talk to him again. Mm-hmm. And this time I had an idea. But if I could help his clients double, and let's say they um uh, if I could help them double and just say, just give me ten percent mm-hmm. if you double. If I could help you double in a year, let's say you have a million dollars. If I can help you get to two million, would you give me ten percent? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, th- I thought I'm going to tell this guy. Yeah, I found the key. Yeah, right? I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to suggest to this guy. Let me talk to your clients, and let me help them double their their income because mm. he doesn't believe he can, he knows how to do it. <laughs> right. Okay. He, this is a financial advisor. Right. Right. Yeah. So. uh I was all excited, you know, and I shared this with him. And he says, uh, most of his clients are in their 80s and 70s and 80s. And he 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 didn't want to let me talk to his clients. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, you know, he has his program, mm-hmm. you know, and his program doesn't include really multiplying. No, it's more conservative. Yeah. It's like being safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so uh, the, the one guy that lost his, he was the guy that buried his and tried to keep it safe. Mm, that's true. The one with the one talent. The one with the one talent. Yeah, yeah. The one with the the, the ones that have abundance are the ones that multiply. Mm-hmm. Well, over the next year or so, the the real estate I had doubled. Wow. You know, so it's like wow. So then I was at four million. Oh wait, mm-hmm. yeah, that yeah that brought me to four million. Mm-hmm. So and then uh, about a year ago or two years ago, I was like, God, show me how to get to eight. I you know it's like. I never made more than a hundred thousand in a year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's like most of my, probably not more than like eighty. So I'm just your average income earner, right? How do I go from four million to eight million? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And and see, that's where God wants us to be. God wants us to be where we can't. God wants us to like come to Him with the the two fishes and the five loaves, and you can't feed the five thousand. Mm-hmm. right but we could trust him that's right when it's it's something that god can do yeah. now if god says to multiply he will give us the ability to multiply yeah so if we start believing that the smallest number to multiply by is two it's not out of line to say god show me how to double this the twice mm-hmm. yeah so i said god show me how to get from four to eight it's gonna have to be supernatural mm-hmm. yes okay so I ended up, actually, this last year, I had an opportunity to make $4 million, and I passed it up. Mm -hmm. And what happened was uh, a friend of mine had uh, 70 acres in Upland, up in San Antonio Heights, at the top of Upland, California. And he uh, uh, sold it for a million dollars. And the guy that, that bought it stopped paying. And he, was stop, he wasn't paying his taxes on it. It was just vacant land. And it was up in the heights. And I'll tell you, this property is like, it has the best view out of all of the Inland Empire when you go up on the very peak of the thing. Mm. You could see Catalina Island. Wow. And you can yeah. see Palm Springs. It's like, this is beautiful view. <laughs> it's like awesome. And, and I, I was a tractor operator, so I, I dug the roads that went up there. Mm. And so I know the property and he, my friend told me that, uh, this property was going to go to tax sale mm-hmm. and it would take about a hundred thousand to get it. Wow. And I had the money and I could have bought it, but my, I didn't want to take advantage of my friend and he, he didn't think that it was that buildable and stuff like that. So, and he wasn't pursuing it, but he didn't have the money to, to get it back at the time. Mm-hmm. And his, his mom was getting old and it was like, he was just worried about taking care of his mom and stuff like that. He didn't really have the hundred thousand to put in it. And yeah. I passed it up. And then later that lot came up for sale. I went and talked to the realtor and he told me that somebody had offered him $4.3 million for that. Property. Wow. 
And it's like, I was believing for four million. Mm-hmm. That was four million right yeah. there. But. It's like God brought the opportunity. Yeah. But I passed it up. Mm. Because what see, do you think it was for you to miss seeing the provision of God? Well, what do you, what do you it, think it was? This is this is the thing. If we believe, but we don't believe. Mm, okay. You know, it's like, how do you get to four million? You know, it's like, uh, you know, your listeners might be thinking, how could I can't get to a million? Well, as long as you believe you can't, you can't. Wow, that's true. You know, you won't. As a yeah. matter of fact, there are opportunities in front of every one of us all the time, mm-hmm. but we don't see them. Wow. You know, our eyes are not adjusted. If our eyes are not adjusted to see it, we won't see it. Yeah. And, you know, that kind of money is like, for me, it's like, $4 million is like, that's huge. It's it like, just, you, you, it the investment would have been $100,000. Yeah. You would have gotten in return $4 million. Yeah. But I, I just I just want to share a little bit. Like, I kind of get the sense, too, that if you're fearful, you won't see God's hand over you, too. Because in the parable of the talents, he told the one that, that dug his talent, right? He, well, first, he called him, you wicked, lazy servant. He didn't work for it, right? Right. But he was fearful because he responded to him, telling him, um, that you're a hard master, yep. that you're, you're reaping where, uh, where you have not sown or you have not scattered seed. And, but basically, that was a reflection of himself. It wasn't that his master was a hard master. It was that he was being hard on himself. That's right. That's why he was, that's why you wrote to in your book that everything that, like, if, if there's an opportunity, you reject it because of your mentality. Yeah, you that's don't, right. You don't receive the multiplication. Yeah. Right? And I, lo- I love what you wrote right here. You said... The ones that doubled in Jesus' story went and traded with the money. They took on the responsibility themselves. They didn't give the money to someone else and hope that the other person will multiply for them. Just like that one advisor, hey, 5%. And yeah. No, they, they didn't do that. They did the work themselves, right? And then you wrote, okay, they did the work themselves. They were not lazy. The one that didn't multiply was called the lazy or slothful. The ones that multiplied had to take risk. There was a risk involved in that. They were not afraid. The one that didn't multiply was afraid. He tried to play it safe. He wasn't willing to take a risk. He fo- his focus was on trying to save. Oh, that sounds like a lot of people right now. Yeah, yeah. Focus on trying to save money, right? Okay. He felt the responsibility to increase, but was too afraid. He was worried he might make a mistake. Man, that is... You're, you're like pinpoint. That's what I'm telling you guys. When this book gets published, you guys got to pick up a copy of this book, man. It's, it's a powerful book. We got the manuscript right here. Powerful book. And then uh, Adaro says he felt the responsibility to increase, but was too afraid. Okay, he was worried to make a mistake. He knew that the Lord required a return on what he had entrusted him with. And we spoke about the trustworthiness is the currency of the kingdom of God. Okay, and then he wrote right here. His view of the Lord was that the Lord was a hard master. But we just said right now, that wasn't true. It was just a reflection of what was inside of him. That's right. That's, that's, that's really good that you bring that up. Because how we are on the inside, what we're saying to ourselves on the inside is huge. Mm-hmm. That's yes. why, you know, you, you go to like, uh, you know, why can't people like say in, in a third world country, that's raised in poverty, why can't they multiply and, and just have abundance? Mm. They can. But see, the thing is, we, are, we, we have a certain thinking that's inside. Right. And a lot of that comes from our environment that we're raised in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Bible says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yes. You have to get a new mind in order to understand all the different things of God. Mm-hmm. Wow. So if, if you only understand the poor side of God and that's the way your mind is set, then you're going to be a poor person. Right. That's true. I want to, I want to just a comment that, um, a, a thought that just came in right now. Sometimes people, <laughs> they think, okay, Jesus was a socialist, but then some say, no, Jesus was a capitalist, yeah. but no, Jesus built his kingdom based off of trustworthiness because he wasn't a socialist because he told the guy, the guy that had one talent and dig it, he told him, take it away from him and give it to the one that has 10. Yep. But a socialist would be like, no, 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 no. 
give it to the one that has five because now it's more a little bit more fair. But no, Jesus was yeah. like, take it away from him and give it to the one that has 10. And that in society, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But what's the key right here? That the one that had 10 multiplied and he gave a return. That's why he was trustworthy yeah. of taking care of that $1.2 million. Yeah. It's interesting that you talk about socialism and capitalism. Because I, uh, and study this out. In, in the parable of the talents, I believe that's socialism. I mean, that's capitalism. capitalism. In the parable of the pounds, it's socialism. Mm. So in the par- in see, Jesus is beyond our society. And he yeah. doesn't like, you know, the, the disciples started a socialistic government. Everybody sold everything, gave it to the apostles. That was like socialism. And Jesus can work in any society. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's capitalism or socialism. Mm-hmm. But the parable of the talents, it says that every man was given according to their ability. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there was differing abilities. See, we can develop our ability. Yeah. And we can, as we, we live in a capitalistic society. So if we develop our ability, we'll be given more. Yes. And in that parable, that's how that was. Mm-hmm. In the parable of the pounds or the minas, mm-hmm. and I believe it's in Luke uh, 19 yeah. or 9. I'm not sure exactly where. But uh, in the parable of the pounds, they were all given the same amount. There's 10 servants, and they were all given the same. Mm. Okay? And it's interesting. The amount that they were given over here was, um, I believe it, was, it would equate to $20,000 mm-hmm. in today's society. The one over here was given a million. Now, in a capitalistic society, in our society, you're given about a million dollars. If you don't develop your abilities very much. Wow, that's good. You'll, you'll have about a million dollars given to you in your lifetime. Wow. Okay? Mm-hmm. And if you multiply it, you could. multiplication is separate than the getting according to your ability. Mm. Okay? Yeah. If you get according to your ability... That's what they were given. Yeah. And then they multiplied it mm-hmm. on top of that. So yeah. multiplication was different. Okay, in the, in the parable of the pounds, they were all given the same amount. It says the one guy multiplied by 10. Mm-hmm. The one guy multiplied by 5. The one guy buried his and his was taken away. Yeah. Okay, and then that parable follows the same scripture. It says, he who has more shall be given and he shall have abundance. He who has not, it shall be taken away even that which he already has. Mm-hmm. Now, I believe that's a socialistic society. Everyone's given the same. But here we have people that multiplied. Yeah. And then it says over here that the ones that multiplied were get, uh, the ones that multiplied by 10 was put in charge of 10 cities. Yeah. The mm-hmm. one that multiplied by five was put in charge of five cities. And that tells me something in a socialistic society, if you learn to multiply, you'll be part of the government. Mm-hmm. the government will want you to run their cities. Yeah. Okay. Because, and no matter what the society is, whether we're in capitalism or we're in socialism, we can multiply. Yes. Because God says to multiply. Mm-hmm. And when you multiply, you'll have abundance. Yeah. So whether it's socialism and you multiply, you'll have abundance. And then, uh, then you'll be part of the government because mm-hmm. the government runs your life when you're in socialism. Right. And the amount that people had was little. Mm-hmm. They were all small. Okay, in capitalism, you have an opportunity to develop your ability. Mm-hmm. In socialism, it doesn't matter how ability you are, you get a certain amount. Wow, yeah. You know, in capitalism, you have ability to develop your abilities. Yes. And then you'll be given more. Wow, now, God's good. the one that gives it to us. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, we can multiply. Yeah. So, and those that multiply will have abundance. Mm-hmm. you know, in both situations. I love that. I love that because you did right right here. You said the more you develop your abilities, the more value you bring to society. Yes. So the, the more, the more you develop your, and I'm huge on this. I challenge myself. How can I be better of service? Yeah. What can I do with my gifts to develop, even with this podcast right now? Yeah. Whoever's listening, we are serving you right now. That's right. We are developing this gift where otherwise I could dig it, and we're not bringing this value to you guys. Yeah. So we're developing this gift, but it doesn't stop there. We yeah. talked about earlier that a lot of people, you know, and, and we do serve in church. We tithe. We give. 
and there's a story that we could share on tithing, but um, I want to say that serving in the house of God, it doesn't stop there. We could serve outside of the church and even with business and with everything. And, and now you get to serve people at a much higher ability, at a much higher scale, just like what you were sharing with me, Daryl, where the Lord b- doubled, you're at four mil- uh, eight million right now, right, in real estate. And you're thinking of how to... How can I get to 16 million? But you mentioned that you put money in some apartment complex and now you're serving right. 50 families. And now the cash flow is going to. Well, I'm not yet. Okay. That's, if, if that property sells for 4 million. Right. Which we didn't even get into that. Okay. So, but I love the mentality, though, what you were talking about. Yeah. Well, if it goes through, can you share what could happen there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's okay. about serving the the yeah. Uh, well, the yeah. more you serve, the more that God's going to give to you. Exactly. You yes. know, a, a person gets uh, you know, a person gets paid according to the the need for what you do yeah. for the the people that you serve, mm-hmm. the your ability to do it, and how hard it is to replace you. Yes, that's good. That that's how a person will get paid. Mm-hmm. And if you multiply the number of people that you serve, yeah, you'll multiply your income. Mm-hmm. So if you can, if you can, okay, uh, let's say you want to get to a million dollars. Yeah. Th- there's different ways to do it. There's, you can serve a million people and give them something of value that's worth a dollar. Mm-hmm. Then you'll have a million dollars. If you can produce something worth a dollar mm-hmm. to a million different people. Right. Okay. So, or you can, Increase your ability and increase the value of what you're giving mm-hmm. to say a ten dollars. Right. Then you can serve. If you serve a hundred thousand people, then you'll have a million dollars. Or if you increase the the value of what you're giving, right, to a hundred dollars. So, like you're doing this this podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're serving people, right. and then as your numbers grow. And as the value of what you give grows, mm-hmm. then more income will come. Mm-hmm. So if you give something worth $100 to each person and you serve 100,000 people, no, no that would be $10 million. Yeah. Yeah. You, you only need $10 worth. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, the, the greater the value, yeah. the more your, in, your income will increase or the greater the multiplying of the people that you serve. Mm-hmm. That's good. So you can focus on either one. Right. You can focus on serving more people or you can focus on increasing the value. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that uh, uh, Tony Robbins will say, he says, increase your standard. Wow. You know, he's always saying increase. I didn't know what that meant for a long time. Yeah. You know, it's like, what does that mean? Increase your standard. It's like, as you become more valuable and you produce more value, in people, yeah. you'll, your income will follow. Right. Your income will follow the amount of value that you give people. You know, I went to Africa, and, you know, they have all these stands where all these people are selling their goods. And, you know, I'm, I'm walking with the, the missionary guy that I'm, I'm with, and, and he's interpreting for me. And we stop at this one stand, and this lady's selling potatoes. She has a, about a five pounds of potatoes on a little stand. And I says, ask her how much she, how much does she make? I said, ask her how much she makes. And she makes about a dollar a day. And that's what she lives on. Mm. And she has, it was the grandma, the daughter, and the granddaughter. And they're sitting behind the stand. And they got these potatoes that they're selling. And they're going to make a dollar after working all day. Mm. I thought, man, if you could double the amount that you sell. You know, if you, let's say there's 20 people that they sell potatoes to. Mm-hmm. If you could sell to 40, you could double your income. It would be $2. Now, in Africa, if, if you double from a dollar to $2, that'd be huge. Mm-hmm. They'd double their day's wage. In right. America, it might be, you might go to work and make $200. But to double would be 400 Right. But you have to think different. You know, they, this is what, you know, the grandma probably did that her whole life. And now the daughter's doing it. The whole and generation. The, yeah. yeah. And it's like they're teaching each other mm-hmm. how to do it. 
Now, let's say they would have brought like potatoes and carrots. Mm. Now they've got more value. Yeah. Yes. So now they've got two different things. They could have the same amount of people and they could make double them. Double their sales. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But because their mentality is, <laughs> yeah. is this is the way their grandma did it. This is the way they did it. This is yeah. the way they do it. And it's like they make a dollar a day. That's true. And it's I, like, I, I think, you it, know, I would give, I would give a dollar to people and it would be like, that's a day's wage for these guys. Yeah. Or I'd give them $20. And it's like, that's not very much for me, but for them, it's like huge, you know? So, but if they, if they can focus on serving more people, mm -hmm. you know, maybe, maybe rather than sit behind the stand and just wait for people to come sell those potatoes, maybe yeah. they could take those potatoes down the street and and they you know especially the, the granddaughter was in front there. of the people yeah yeah, yeah finding the people yeah there's different things finding that the you double could, yeah that's right that's yeah, right we gotta find the double yeah yeah i love that and it is all mentality it's all thinking and i i think it was um dale carnegie the one that said we become what we think about and if you think of nothing you become nothing that's right and and we're transformed by the renewing of our mind yeah we have to you know when you're in a certain situation, you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, we know what we know. And, and people, you know, I, you, you like John Maxwell. Mm -hmm. He talks about people don't like to change. Right. You know, but. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. They, they okay. just like to be the way they are. Yeah. And, and they're, they're around the, the people that they're, they're familiar with. Mm -hmm. And you get stuck in where you're at. Yeah. You know, and. You have to change the way you think to get to another level. Yes. You know, we're talking about, you know, multiplying that dollar to a million dollars. You know, most people can go from a dollar to two dollars mm -hmm. or four dollars to six dollars to eight dollars to even thirty two. But then when right. they get to a half a million, now they're outside of their mindset. Mm. They have to change their mindset to to be able to do something that they don't normally think about. Yeah. So see, God is so big. There are things I went to a conference. It costs a thousand dollars to go to this conference, three day conference. And they're talking about if your business is at 3 million, you have to change the way you do things to get to 10 million. Mm -hmm. If you're at 10 million, you have to change all the way that you think in order to get to 25 million. Mm -hmm. You know, a $3 million thinker is not ever going to get to 10 million, mm -hmm. you know, unless they change the way they think. Got to constantly develop yourself to get to the next That's level. right. Yeah. You, you know, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Wow. That's your good. mind has to change. Mm -hmm. So just because you got 4 million, you're not going to sit, you're not going to apply the same principles. That's right. That helped you to got to there. You have to go to the next level yeah. in order for you to get to eight. Now that's that right. you're at eight, you can't use the same yeah, principle. Right. It's just like that continuous development, and that is what growth is all about. And what I hear you say, it's very uncomfortable for some people, and those are the reasons why yeah. they stay where they're at and they stay stuck. Yeah, and, yeah. and people get stuck wherever they're at. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know? And mm -hmm. you just look at wherever you're at Yeah. and say, why am I stuck where I'm at? See, like one of the things, I've, I've flipped houses, Yeah. okay, and, but I do all the work myself. Mm -hmm. Okay. In order to do more, it, it, to get to another level, yeah, I, th I I can't do it all myself. Right. That's true. You know, I I would go fix everything. Actually, just this week, I I hired a guy to tear down a tree because I needed a tree removed. Mm -hmm. Normally, I would just do that myself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I, you can do so much yourself. You know, yeah. I'm a hard worker, right? Yeah. So I would work hard, but you're. Your work only goes so far. Wow, that's good. When you get into bigger numbers. Yes. You know, yeah. you have to multiply. In, in, okay, right now I have uh, 14 renters or 15 renters. Mm -hmm. Okay, in order to get to 50, like we were talking about going mm -hmm. to 50, I have to change the way I think. Yeah. Because I can, I can go and I can fix everything on 15 houses. Mm-hmm. Okay, but once I get to 50, wow, yeah. I can't do that. I need to hire a maintenance guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah, delegate so, that. But that's hard for me. Yeah. It, <laughs> yes. It's like 
I want to do it all myself. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I, I hear you. man. I have and to change the way I think. Exactly. Yes. I've, I've been learning this with Michelle and, and, you know, it's unfortunate that she wasn't able, able to join us in this podcast because she, she felt sick and yeah. she had to stay home. But anyways, we're praying for her and for healing in Jesus name. But I tell Michelle, now that we are doing that, we're being of service with ministry, with, with this podcast and, 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 and just we're, we're also um, showing up for orphanage kids in, in Mexico and just showing the love of God to them. But what it is, is like we're adding value to people. So yeah. with that, I told Michelle, okay, we, we need to develop. We started like our Thursday growth days where we meet up and we just think of what can we do today to better serve tomorrow. Yeah. So getting to that next level, right? And yeah. here's another thing that we applied that I love what you said about the tree where you were like, normally I would have, I would have knocked that tree out. But yeah. this time, I dele- delegated that. And yeah. that's another yeah. thing that, that I just want to share with the listeners that we also started doing. Well, as, as, as we don't live together yet. But as, as for me, that I started like even delegating washing my clothing. I, I figured, I figured this. Okay, it takes me two hours to wash my clothing. Yeah. And even if I do it at home or in, in, in the laundromat, wherever I go, mm-hmm. I was like, it takes me two hours. Yeah. How much is my two hours worth? How much is it going to cost me to delegate this? And if I split that by two, how much am I paying a person to do this? And if I could use those two hours to study and develop myself, is that going to bring me a better return? Yeah. Daryl, I'm telling you, once I started doing that, we started doing this podcast, we started being more of service. We gained more knowledge just yeah. for simply delegating one task. Yeah. Why? Because time is, yeah. is worth more than, than yeah. me just like being there watching my... Hey, we just delegate that. You yeah. Know? So... I, I I love what you're sharing, Daryl. Yeah. I, I have one question. I have one question. Um, and this is this is you know to help the uh, the listeners. We want to be mindful of the time and everything. Yeah. Um, but it's great stuff. What what you are sharing. I'm excited for you to to publish your book. And the question that I have for you, um, it's over here on this side. What are some of the principles and practices and finances that you've discovered in your walk with Christ that have helped you? but have also the potential to help others. Okay. Uh, uh, there's a lot of things. One, one of the biggest things is we need to understand that there's two sides. Mm-hmm. That all sound wisdom has two sides. It, there's, there's wisdom on the left and there's wisdom on the right. Right. The, and the Bible says, on my left hand are riches and honor. Mm. Riches and honor come from the left side. Okay, so whenever you have... And the, the thing that I'm, I've learned, and, and you'll see this in my book, is the two sides are opposite to each other. Mm. Okay, so, like, let's say, for exam- example, you talk about principles. Yeah. Uh, let's look at debt. Okay. Debt can be something that's very destructive for people. Mm-hmm. But debt can be something that's very productive for people. Yeah. It depends. Wow, that's good. Okay, there's two sides the to it. The way you see it. Yeah. Because there's good debt and you there's can, bad debt. Yeah, you can take debt and it can take you to make you more poor. Right. <laughs> yeah, or that's true. You can take debt and it'll make you wealthier. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Powerful. So I, I was a long time, you know, Dave Ramsey talks about getting out of debt. And I love Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey has a lot of great principles mm. and he really focuses a lot on getting out of debt. Right. And there's a season that that's good. Mm-hmm. Or it couldn't be good for some people. Yeah. So, and it could be good in some times, but then other times there's times where debt is good. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just borrowed like a million dollars. Okay. Because I'm, I'm expanding. Yeah. You know, I just bought two houses, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm making, well, I'm bought one for my son and one, one for myself, but we're moving into. Yeah. And we, we paid like, 200,000 under what the market value was Mm -hmm. because I was able to borrow the money and pay cash and get these good deals. Yeah. And it's like, so it's like the money's multiplying. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, if you know how to multiply, then if you borrow money, you can, you can just Mm -hmm. accelerate. Yeah. So, you know, I see see what you're saying because you took out the money from real estate and put it back in real estate. That's what you multiplied. That's right. But you could have thought, hey, son, let's get a Lamborghini. Yeah. Right. And, and, and you could have dug that money. It's not going to give you a return. That's right. So, yeah. 
unless you have a lot of money to be blown on a Lamborghini. Right, exactly. You know, but I don't know but if at you this saw t- my car out there. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, but I'm telling you guys, this guy, Daryl Graham, humble guy, multimillionaire in real estate and assets. But that, I mean, he could just sell everything and he's, he could blow it on whatever he wants, yeah. but he chooses to multiply. That's right. And that is what God has called us to do. Yeah. I, I want to demonstrate God's power in our society. And I want to Amen. see people that, that take, uh, you know, the principle that we're really talking about is multiplying. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and I want to help people to, to see the principle of multiplying and start seeing it actually happen in their life. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say if your listener is, is worth, uh, let's, you know, and uh, successful people or rich people, financially successful people, they more think or they think more in terms of net worth. Mm-hmm. More, you know, poorer people tend to think in terms of how much do they make, mm-hmm. how much per hour. Yeah. You know, and there, there's different thinking, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and uh, so I would like to talk to your listener a second. Yeah. And just say, whatever your net worth is, figure up, number one, figure up your net worth, mm-hmm. you know, and, and look at it and say, God, show me how to double it. Oh, yeah. You know, and if, and just think about it, if you doubled where you're at right now, would it make a difference in your life? Everyone would say absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it, it's, it's, it's huge for everybody. Mm-hmm. That person in Africa that's making a dollar, if she could make $2 a day, yeah. That would change your life. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you're making uh say two hundred dollars a day and you could go to four hundred, that would change your life. Mm-hmm. And then then you have abundance, and then with abundance, you have more freedom to choose. You know, in the in the parable of the talents, which I believe is social uh capitalism, mm-hmm. it says that those that multiplied were put in charge of many things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when when you multiply, then you have many things. Yeah. Now, you know, one of the things that I'm dealing with now is you know, those many things can choke out the word. Mm. You know, I'm having a hard time getting my book finished because mm-hmm. the many things sometimes choke out some of God's things. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So, but but you have a choice. You have a choice of what to do. Yeah. You know, you can you can go to Africa and you can help the people in Africa. You know, but if you don't multiply. All you're doing, you know, people that don't multiply have everything taken away. And then when everything's taken away, then they have to just think of themselves. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking about going to Africa and helping the people in Africa. They right. don't have abundance. They have, yeah. to, they have to think of themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, you got you to take care of yourself first. And if you'll start multiplying, then you have abundance. Now you can start helping other people. Right. You know, and that, like you're, you're here. You're you're spending money on the studio. You're you're mm-hmm. spending money trying to serve more people. That has to come out of abundance. Mm-hmm. And then the more you multiply, the more you're going to be able to serve, Amen. and the more things you're going to be able to do. Yeah. And so we, I want to help God's people, especially, especially God's people, to multiply. Amen. You know, one of the things I I talk about in my book, uh, money does not corrupt people. I don't believe money corrupts people. Money reveals what's in people. Wow, that's good. Yes. You know, when you get more money, mm-hmm. you'll see what's, you know, out of the, uh, uh, let's see, where a man's treasure is, there will his heart be also. Mm-hmm. It just or, shows you who you really are. Yeah, it yeah. shows who you really are. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when, when you have more money, where that money goes will show you where your heart is. Yes. See, our heart is desperately wicked. We don't even know. Mm-hmm. Give you get get a lot of money, then you'll see where your heart is. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. where does it go? Wow! You know, it a will, lot of people start hitting the casinos. Yeah, a lot of people start. It yeah. just reveals who they are, right? If, if you if you're if in your heart is evil things, mm-hmm. when you get a lot of money, you're going to start doing evil things. Mm-hmm. You're going to do more evil things. Everyone will see it. Right. And say, look at how that money corrupted that person. Yeah. The money didn't corrupt them. The money revealed what was in the heart. Yes, come on, that's good, bro. You know, and so and all of us have des- uh, 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 bad things in our heart. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and uh, if we can help people to multiply, mm-hmm. and if we, if once they get a bunch, then, then you can see what's in their heart. Yeah. Then you can deal with it better, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe we need to deal with what's in our heart. Oh, yeah. And then, and, but it'll show. Yeah, it'll show. That's it will true. show. 
And then if, if it shows and you go back to square one and now you're again trying, you're struggling and everything, then you realize that you need God again to help you to get to that abundance again. Yeah. So it's like if, if you don't, I mean, it's true what it says, it says in the, in the talent of the, of the parable of the talents when, when the one that, that didn't give a return, he told me, wicked, lazy servant and toss this lazy servant where there's going to be um, gnashing of teeth. And, and well, it just depicts of a person being worried. And now yeah. stressed. Yeah. And now, it, it, like you said, now you become a slave to a paycheck. Now you become slave to overtime. Now you become a slave to... So it's like now when, you, when you're back in square one, you realize, I can't do this without God. That's right. I need to get that wickedness out of my heart. Yeah. God coming to my heart. And then, then that's when healing starts, right? Yeah. So, man, I love everything that you are sharing, Daryl. I wish we had more time. And, but I do want to encourage all the listeners to stay tuned on, on, I'm going to put in the description area all of Daryl's Graham's um, email and um, social media um, platforms. That his, his, so you guys could reach out, stay connected with him. So when he publishes his book, he, is a, he, he truly is a man after God's own heart to be able to serve you guys, to be able to, for you guys to learn how to multiply. He's, he shares that in his book. And I, I am believing that with the content that you have there, and, 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 and just sharing right now in the podcast and on social media, you also have a great opportunity for the Lord to honor you. And, and you know, having, we'll talk about multiplication, sell a lot of pre-sales for you to hit a New York Times bestselling author. Because you're doing the work now. Sharing right here, you're doing the work of sharing. And that is all multiplying even more. So I just want to encourage all the listeners to stay tuned to that, um, to the big news whenever he does his pre-sales. For you guys to start pre-selling pre-ordering his book um and i know it's gonna bless you guys i do want to make an opportunity for you daryl and um ask you a question and so you could speak by the power of the holy spirit and leave a meaningful message behind to your family to your nine kids to your kids kids and to the kids yet to be born if there was one message that you would want them to keep what would that be well, the one thing that I would want my kids and my the generations to after me to understand is there's two sides of who God is. You know, blessed is a man who is not offended in me. That Jesus Christ is two-sided. Mm. And if I could impart to my kids and my kids' kids that there's two sides to who God is so that they won't offend Christ. Mm. You know, and so many Christians are on the one side or the other. Mm-hmm. You know, people on the left think the right is bad. People on the right think the left is bad. Mm. There's so much destruction that happens as this division in our society and division in life. The rich think the poor is bad and the poor think the rich is bad. Mm. If we can see Christ on both ends. And that's what I would want to impart. Wow. That there's two sides to who God is. That's good. You know, Jesus is on the right. The Father is on the left. Mm, wow, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Are you on the right or on the left? Wow. You, it's the two become one. Come on. And yes. that's where multiplication happens. And I, I talk in my book about the two sides a lot. Mm-hmm. Because, the you know, in, in a marriage, you got two opposites. Mm-hmm. And when those two opposites come together... Then a supernatural thing happens, and it's called multiplication. Wow. Okay? Amen. And that's the same. If we had more time, I'd go into how Mm -hmm. God brings the poor and the rich together all the time. Mm. You know, Joseph was a poor prisoner, and he connected with Pharaoh. Yeah. And the supernatural happened. The whole world gets saved. Okay? David was a poor shepherd boy. Yeah. And he connected with King Saul. Mm -hmm. And the nation of Israel was saved. Yeah. And and. You'll see in the scripture all over the place, there's these two sides coming together, becoming one. Oh, that's powerful. So it's the father and the son are one. Mm -hmm. It's the right and the left. It's the rich and the poor. Mm. It's the two coming together. It's the lion and the lamb. It's the alpha and the omega. It's the beginning and the end. It's the first and the last. Mm -hmm. That's who God is. And I would want to teach my kids who God is. And the nature of the two opposites. Wow, that is so beautiful. 
Thanks for sharing that. Okay. That is so awesome. We do have one final question that we ask all of our guests, and the question is found in the Bible, in Matthew 16, I believe it's 13 through 15, and it says that when Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked, he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? Some said John the Baptist, others said Elijah, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But then Jesus said, what about you? Who do you say I am? And in the same way, we want to ask you, Daryl, who do you say Jesus is personally to you? Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the lion and he's the lamb. And it's just like I was just saying, the two sides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we need to understand that there's two sides to who Jesus is. Yeah. And that person you're fighting with is probably a person that's strong on the opposite side that you're strong with. Mm. And, and there would be so much less division and so much less fighting if we understood and saw Jesus on both sides. That's good. That's real good. We want to go ahead and, and acknowledge you um, and just this time to say thank you for being here. I wrote something because I like to be intentional and uh, I really want to add value to, to what you are doing as well. And I just want to say that, you know, to thank you for this time and, and um, thanking you for being courageous and writing Made to Multiply. Thank you for being here and sharing the wisdom that God has entrusted you with and that now that is now being multiplied. You are giving the Lord a return on that. Thank you for your consistent effort in showing up um, and sharing online or even speaking in person like today. Um, and my prayer is that the Lord um, puts you in charge of many other things like the scripture says. And that this legacy that you're establishing impacts many generations to come. So, Daryl, it was an honor to have you here. Um, we also want to be intentional with all the listeners um, here at the Virtual Bridge. We want to give everyone an opportunity to receive Christ if they haven't done so yet. So the Bible says in Romans 10, 9 through 10, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe with your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For this is for with your heart, you believe and are justified. And with your mouth, you profess your faith and are saved. So we always like to explain that we could only lead you with professing it with your mouth, but it is up to you to believe it in your heart. And that is why testimonies are powerful, because if you believe it that God did it one time, he could do it again. If those listening believe that God blessed Daryl Graham one time, if he multiplied his money one time, you, you shall believe that he could do it again. Because that's, right. that's a testimony of Jesus, that if he did it for one, he could do it for another. So just go ahead and say this prayer with us for those that are listening and that need to receive Christ in your heart. Lord Jesus, I declare with my mouth that you are my Lord. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead and you live forevermore. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. I declare victory in Jesus' name. Amen. So to close out the podcast, Daryl, we want to ask you if you could just pray for the listeners and we'll just wrap it up. Okay. Lord, I thank you for this opportunity. I thank you for the people listening out there today. I ask for your blessing to be upon them. Lord, like like Solomon asked for understanding, to give an understanding heart that he'd be able to discern between right and wrong. Lord, I ask that you would, on for the listeners today, that they would be able to have the understanding of who you are and to understand uh, uh, your ways and that you would you would reveal to yourself uh, re- reveal to each uh, listener out there uh, who you are in Jesus name amen amen thank you guys for tuning in it's always a pleasure to serve you wherever you guys are and I want to ask you guys to um, you know subscribe you share this with with someone that you know that needs to hear this um, and go ahead and leave us a comment we would love to hear you guys's feedback and again all the description for Daryl is going to be um, in the description area. And brother, just right now, when you mentioned Solomon, that right there, just that person in the Bible, man, he prayed for wisdom. He, he prayed for a discerning heart. Mm-hmm. And the Lord gave him wisdom and everything else that he wanted in his heart, the abundance. Yep. And man, God exalted him. But, the, you know, it was interesting. Now we're going back into the podcast. But <laughs> I, I think it's interesting with, Sol- with Solomon. And maybe we could do another episode talking about this because 
Solomon told the Lord, how can, how can I, well, he said it, I'm prephrasing it and, and just in my understanding, but Solomon was like, how can I even, how can, how can I ask you for, how much to say for, for like even a house or a multi-million house without me even knowing how to manage it? How can you give me something that I can't even manage? Mm. So if you give me a discerning heart, I'll be able to make the right choices. Wisdom came. Yeah. The Lord filled them up with wisdom. And he was asking, how can I serve these people? Exactly. Yeah. You know, he got put in charge of all these people. He said, how can I serve all these people? And I'll tell you what, you serve all these people well, and money will come to you. Wow. Yeah. He wasn't seeking after money. He was seeking mm -hmm. after, how can serving. I serve these people? Yes. Wow. That's God good. gave him the, the understanding. Amen. And that's what we're doing here. We want yeah. to serve them. And everyone that is listening right now, we are serving you. And to be honest with everyone that's listening, Daryl, we're not... Right now, we're not asking no one to pay. All this is free. Yeah. We, we, are, we are just pouring it out. In know? fact, I'd give everyone a dollar if I could. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys go ahead and put um, on, the, on the description area on the messages, put receipt for a million dollars. We'll email you one of these if you get. Okay. <laughs> what if we get a million people? Now okay. you're, you owe a million dollars there. Also. All right. <laughs> so thanks again, guys, for listening. Um, God bless you guys and keep God first place.